Thompson again. I think that's one of the few things on our SoundCloud that's still up. I think Churches versus Popeyes and Part Time Thugging is still up. There. That one and the Churches Chicken versus Popeyes. Yeah, those are the best ones from the Barbershop 918 archive. It's about a one I, I, I won, like hands down. You guys ready? Y'all ready? Hey, just for those that didn't know, we thank God that J Rock is okay. Yes. Because last week we didn't do a podcast. Because uh, he was in a little um, fender bender, little fender bender, and the, the the hero that he is, he still wanted to do the podcast. He did. We had to make this brother say no, go home and eat a turkey sandwich. Well, still want to do it. Blue Magic still made him do the show. Huh? <laughs> Blue Magic still made him do his show. It was like for, Jay. For, I don't for the barbershop nine one one eight audience, just to let y'all know, you know, I am a soldier. You know, in the army of the Lord. Hey, Blue Better said, forget that. You get your butt on the podcast right now. <laughs> yep. He was on the track. That blue we and gold got to get sold. This is blue and gold, baby. <laughs> By any means necessary. <laughs> and welcome into the barbershop 918. You up in there with your man, Big Drew. Big Drew. J Rock. <laughs> Boom. And the one and only Raw Dog. We got a jam-packed show for you today. Pack the jelly, baby. Pack jam, baby. Yeah, and a little <laughs> bit of jelly. We're going to talk about the outrageous scoring that's going on in the NBA with the new rule changes. We also got the world-famous struggle face. We're going to get into college sports, both college football and basketball. And, of course, we cover a little bit of NFL talking about our Bears, Packers, and Chiefs and television. We got a few good shows we want to talk about, talking about some movie news with the box office report, as well as some music stuff. Hey, went to a concert. We're going to do part-time thugging, too. So we're going to talk about uh, our experience with the uh, Stevie Wonder concert, a Raw Dogs experience. All that's going to be wrapped up in the world-famous word on streets. No, not yet. Not yet. So, <laughs> so coming your way. I ain't going to mess with you. So coming up right now, it's time for us to get ratchet, ratchet. Did it. All right. So- <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Uh, Only one song. Don't start none. Don't be none. Bro. All right. All right. The ratchet news for this week is coming from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Nevada brothel owner and reality TV star David Dennis Hoff. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago. He passed away uh, yesterday. He won the GOP race for legislative district in Nevada after he modeled himself after Donald Trump. Uh, the people in Nevada voted for him to win, even though he passed away on October 16th. So here's my thing. Rudy, I'm voting for Rudy Raymore for like mayor of Detroit next year or something. Because if we were electing dead pimps, let's just pull out some fun ones. You know, Lay down in the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that. Yeah. A dead pimp? Really, Nevada? Yeah. Y'all like Trump that much that y'all willing to get a dead pimp to act like Trump? Well, he wrote the book, The Art of, of of Pimp. The Art of a Pimp. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. He wrote after the... He, he borrowed from the Donald Trump book, Art of the, the, Art deal. Of the deal. Wow. <laughs> I, think, I think Jay's lying. I don't think he... I don't think that's a serious book. Are you lying? I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> Did you read it? Because you also read the Ray J book and the Bobby Brown book. So I believe you may have read it. And you said... Cocaine you chicken. You said you bought Ray J's greatest hits, and I know that don't exist. No, I don't. 
Can't. It was a mixtape I got from Connecticut when I bought the part-time thugging CD at the grocery Ray store. Ray J himself backed you into a corner and was like, hey, man, you got to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you will not diss the legend of Willie Norwood Jr. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's just Brady's little brother. <laughs> Y'all remember that song? Yes. Yes, I do. I was listening to it yesterday. Wait a minute. It's the only one I can actually remember from him. Because <laughs> he said, wait a minute, about a thousand times. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's worthy of being ratchet, man. That's our big ratchet story. We don't get overly political on this show, but we do have to point out some things that are just flat out. Just come on, America. Really? Really? Are we that dedicated? Like, are you that dedicated to voting down that one party line that you vote for a dead man? I ain't even going to get into the whole you know, pimping thing, you know, that's a whole different issue, but... Pimping? Exactly. Yeah, and you don't vote for a pimp, won't you vote for a uh, little dude? What's his name? What Gordish Dre? Like, <laughs> just any... Ice-T? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Oh, okay. He'd be a great mayor. I, I would vote for Ice-T. <laughs> it's I, Lemonade. Lemonade, oh, man. Lemonade. Ice King, you don't know if he want to be a cop or a pimp. You can't be both. I want you to vote so bad. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> My your <picture> ring hurt. <laughs> All right, it's time for us to get into the world class word on the streets. Word <clears throat> uh, on the streets. Uh oh. Mm. Uh oh. Oh, I got a little cold. Oh, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Wait a minute. <laughs> Street. It's the sweet one. Oh, excuse me, I got a cold, y'all. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I'm man. sorry, y'all. We got to get you some Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. <laughs> that stuff works. <laughs> you use that old school stuff, Lutens. You don't mess with that new stuff. Yeah, put some Akira Cone on your throat. Yeah. Oh man. Alright, J-Rock, you got the music news, man. What you got? Alright, this week on the music charts, we have coming in at number 10, Post Malone. Coming in at number 9, we have Future and Juice World with the Future and Juice World mixtape. Number 8 is Travis Scott, Astro World. Number 7 is Drake, Scorpion. Number 6 is Little Baby and Gunna with Drip Harder. Yeah. Five is Lil Wayne, the Carter Five. And the other hip-hop album for the week is number four. It's uh, Tory Lane with Love Me Now. Uh, the number one album in America belongs to Andrea Bocelli with Sih. What? Is, the, uh, Sih. is that the blind dude that ride bikes? That's the blind dude that sings like opera. Yeah, he rides bikes. Yeah, too. I just looked at this picture. Yeah, he's he's blind. What's the name of the album? Sit. Hey, look up the footage of him riding a bike, man. It's crazy. No, no, I, 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 I will not do it. What's the name of the album? That don't even sound right. Don't it don't. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jay messed up his name too. What? Sit, 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 sit. Why don't you be something simple when <laughs> you look it up too? <laughs> It's Bocelli, not Bo- uh, Bocelli. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said, man. 
Oh man! What's the name? What's this album? I'm looking. Go ahead, man. It's on you, Raw Dog. So about three years ago, I went to go see Stevie Wonder live in concert. This time, it was Raw Dog's chance to go see Stevie Wonder live in concert. Ironically, like the same time of the year too, and everything. So, um, after our experience, we did like a top five, you know, Stevie Wonder uh, songs and. In moments, if you had a chance to revise it, J Rock, why, why, Raw Dog, you still looking up the, the facts? No, it's C, as in yes in Spanish. He said Sith. Okay. <laughs> you weren't listening to me. I said that. It don't sound right. Man. I'm just as mad as you now as I used to be when you would say, Miss Say Houston, and would always say Houston. <laughs> why y'all bringing up old stuff? That's when we first started recording. It is. That's before he, he had his education. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was still uh, working on my masters at that time, so that's what was going on. He's yeah. a master now, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't remember what my top five was. Oh no, yeah, just but from seeing now that you've actually went to go see him live, has anything changed? If you just had to do a top five off the top of your head, what would you have now? Yeah, I mean, uh, off the top of my head, man, uh, I wish comes at number five. I mean, at the concert, he killed this one. It was like the um, like the extended version. You know, they got they started jamming on this one, man. Um, and All I Do, woo, he did All I Do twice. Let me tell you why. Because when he first came out there, All I Do was one of the first songs he did, and he had a lot of phlegm in his throat. <clears throat> so he was having issues. Yeah, I can relate. So, <laughs> yeah, he, you're on the same level as Stevie Wonder. I like that comparison. See, see, see how I did that? <laughs> so, he uh, got some water, kind of talked to the audience, did these exercises with his throat, and eventually his throat cleared up. And later on in the show, he did say, you know what? I always have to give him my best. I'm going to do all I do one more time just to make sure we did we did it right. I didn't, I didn't do it just. So, he, did, he ended up singing that song twice. Um, see, don't you worry about a thing, man. He killed that one, man. Don't you worry about a thing. Hey, yeah, you want to turn That's that down? That's You got too much going on over there, Jay. I'm right here. I'm listening, man. You got the dog, and you're trying to listen to the... the anyway. Uh, oh, Overjoy. Beautiful. Yes. Like, it, it's like tears-inducing to hear him do Overjoyed live, man. Um... Probably the the best cut that he did that was just incredible. Strangely enough, was "Do I Do," and that's not one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs. There was something about him doing it live and having that band going at it like that, and having uh, the the back the back and forth with the audience. Stevie is a consummate professional, man. He's a showman, and uh, we had great seats. We were like in the third row, so he was right there. So it was just an amazing concert, man. And what what cracks me up is the fact that. You know, he said that we can bring all these people together, black, white, or whatever. Music can bring all these people together, yet we are divided by our politics. Why should that be? Mm-hmm. You know, because you saw all types of people in there, man. Uh, we saw the rustic lady, the rustic uh, cuff lady. You know, the rustic cuff. She was mm-hmm. in there now. We saw uh, my man Carlton Pearson killing it. He was doing some dance moves from the James Brown era. It was just a great show all the way around, man. If you have not seen Stevie Wonder Live, I suggest you do. It's a great show. It's at, it's one of my bucket list uh, concerts, man. So it was great. Just great. Give me one more thing you got on your bucket list. 
Um, concert wise. Concert wise. Yeah, music wow. concert wise. Dang, that's a tough one. Cause I, 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 I always wanted to see Michael Jackson, but that's not gonna happen. Hologram. Uh, huh? <laughs> you probably can see the hologram performance in Vegas. That's not quite the same. Not. Man. I don't know who else I would want to see now, man. Cause I, I've seen Prince twice. And I've seen Stevie. That's a good one, man. I have to think about it. I don't know who else I'd, I'd really like. If I heard, oh man, I gotta see them. Dougie Fresh. No. Yeah. No. No. I don't think anybody else comes to mind, man. Public Enema? I've seen them live. I once saw Curtis Blow breakdance in a church basement. Mesmerizing. Uh, I think I was there. You, Yeah, you were, I think. <laughs> I do. You <laughs> were. You actually were. And I got video of that. Like, I think I was there. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we ran in circles and didn't even know, didn't even know didn't it. Didn't even know. <laughs> yep. That yeah. Because uh, Gina uh, brought him to town. Gina. Yeah, yeah Gina yep. brought him to town twice. Remember that? Yeah, I was there. Me and my me and my boy Ramon was there, man. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so that leaves you out, Jay. You didn't see Stevie Wonder. Or I Curtis Blow. Or Curtis Blow. No. I seen Curtis Blow in the airport when I was coming back from Vegas in 2011. Remember he got arrested around that time in the airport with weed? Curtis got arrested? Mm-hmm. Oh, for weed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that time. He was on his laptop the whole time. You sure it was Curtis Blow? Yes, he had a can go on. Oh, so like, I know who that's the qualifier right there. So, okay, let me ask you guys something. What's y'all bucket list as far as I gotta see this guy or a girl or band in live before I leave this earth? Um, A Marie. Um, really? No, not at all. I just <laughs> she just dropped. I was gonna say she just dropped a new he album. He did just drop an album. I saw that. Uh-huh. I like A Marie. I don't care what y'all say. Uh, okay. Um. Hey, hey, what's that one song that had all the drums in it? It's just one thing from the one Switch thing. soundtrack, from the Hitch that's, soundtrack. Yeah, that song's off the chain. Yeah. That song's off the chain. Well, I love that. No, for, well, seriously, who do you want to see before you leave this earth? Um, it is a hard question. That's um, a hard question. I think uh, I've never seen Earth, Wind, and Fire. Some maybe Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, I heard they're incredible live. Yeah, I can imagine the amount of just so much music would be coming at you at once. You just it would be. You'd be tired. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jay? I just uh, I've seen all of my favorite artists. It Fred would probably Hammond. just be. What was that? Fred Hammond. <laughs> Jay Fred wants Hammond. to see Fred Hammond. That's that's. No nah, man, no. Nah, uh, you oh you don't probably... heathen. No no sir. Do no, tell sir. heathen. <laughs> yes I yes I am a heathen. I know that. Uh, probably. <laughs> No, it'd probably just be uh, Mary J. Blige and uh, New Edition or R and R B, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Oh, you want to see New Edition? I've seen yeah. them. They're, they're good live. Although I will say Ralph looks a little crackish. Well, I didn't mention Ralph and Johnny. I just said Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike because you know they are split now. Right, I got you. Yeah, I, yeah. I think right now, I think I do want to see Rakim, and I want to see Rakim in a hole in a wall club. I don't want to see a concert. I want to see Rakim like up, yeah, like in the club. That's where I, I would love you know, to see he, that. He's not known for his uh, his showmanship, though. He's just known for just his lyrics. That's why I say I, I don't want to see him just standing on some big stage with a DJ. Like I want to see him in a club where he walking around, and you know, like you can feel that energy. Like I don't, yeah. you know. Because there's certain people you don't need to see. Like, I saw Too Short at the club, and I was like, this is appropriate for the club. Like, I don't think I would have enjoyed seeing Short mm-hmm. at the big, you know, in a big stage. So, 
Yeah, I seen I seen E forty on a uh, small stage as well. E forty on a small stage. A big guy on a small stage. <laughs> yeah, he he rocked the mic at uh, the Vanguard here in Tulsa. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's kind of it. So like Jay, real quick before we kind of switch over uh, the music conversation, um, if you had a revise to your your Stevie Wonder top five, what would you put in? Oh, I got it right here. Uh, number five, all I do. Four is as. Three, that girl. Two, ribbon in the sky. And number one, my favorite Stevie Wonder song as of five days ago, uh, Superwoman. Just as of five days ago, huh? Yes. So Part Time Lover never really was on your list. No, y'all put Part Time Lover on my list. I'm pretty I sure you had so. it on there. I think you no. had this. No, you had a mention. No, I was about to mention my because uh, you you guys were naming all of Stevie Wonder songs, and I said "Stay Gold" was one of my songs. Y'all kept saying "Part Time Love," "Part Time Lover," and so that's when I told y'all the story about what happened to me in Connecticut. Mm. I'm pretty oh, sure you had something like the Lady in Red soundtrack was your favorite. <laughs> nah, that was Raw Dog. That wasn't Don't me. Front. <laughs> <laughs> I just drunk. called to say I'm drunk. <laughs> I think for me I don't really have much of a revise, man. Like I still wanna see, you know, him perform Rocket Love is my favorite Stevie Wonder song of all time. Rocket Love is a good song. And uh so I would love to have seen him like oh. get, do that one. Superstition. Superstition, yeah. he closed on superstition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and superstition is um it's it's an it's already a classic song, but to hear it live and to sit there and be dancing with it, and you Stevie's right there, it's just, um, that's otherworldly right there, man. That dude got talent up to Ginya. All right. He's, he's obviously getting older. You can look him in his face and see he's getting older. And he wore he wore a, a, a do-rag, which was good. It was do-rag do history week. Oh, wow, that's great. You know, he needs to wear a do-rag all the time. It, it, he does, it looks good with him. That's good. Because, if he doesn't, he's going to look ridiculous. Stop. Oh. <laughs> and I love Stevie, man. But I know he went like this, like, oh, what's going on up here? I'm like, hey, man, do I need a do-rag or something? All right, Rob. Did you see him do the blind face and, like, the blind thing? went? You... <laughs> what you say? You just raised you wrong, say? man. That's wrong. Let's get to the movie. Let's get yeah. to the movie. It's Yeah, man. Give us, yeah. I hate to have to turn it over to you, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... What's the box office chumps for last weekend, man? At number five, still making money. Uh, I highly recommend it. Halloween made $10.8 million. Dropped from number one to number five. And number four, A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and uh, Brad, what's his name? Pitch. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper <laughs> made $11 mil, Dropped from to number four from number two. At number three, it's a new movie. Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool made $13.7 million. Why'd you take a deep breath? Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you were about to say Medea. Yeah. No, you know, this is this probably seemed like a Tyler Perry movie I would watch, but I'm still not going to the theater to see it. I'm not giving him a full $11. I'm going to rent it. And that's only because Tiffany's in it, because I like Tiffany. So anyway... Number two is a new movie called The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. You heard of that one? Mm. The cartoon movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now. 20.3. 
And number one for the weekend is the uh, Queen biopic Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. 50, oh. 51 mil. And those are your box office shutters. I'm not surprised about that because I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm a huge Queen fan. I love Queen. Because, um, you know, I like different types of music. And I've been crazy about Queen since another one bites the dust. Okay, and that was back in like 80, 81. And I really didn't appreciate the depth of their kind of music till I really went back in their catalog. And they got some, they got some incredible music, man. All right, so what's coming out next, what, this Friday? Got three movies I'm gonna tell y'all about. Number one is a horror movie called Overlord, which looks real interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a zombie movie uh, back in World War II. That's all I'm gonna say. World War II zombies. Yeah. Uh... You got you got quite a movie right there. Uh, the second one I'll tell you about is a new remake of The Grinch that actually looks pretty good. Yeah, I kind of am in between, but it, it's a cartoon, so I'm kind of like, eh. But I, I, but from what I've seen, the writing is. It's really, really good. Yeah. Get it out of here. Jay, you don't have kids, so you don't know. You don't know. So stop it, all right? Stop judging. Well, JoJo counts as... Exactly. A dog, I guess. You guys are incredible, man. Senator D. Entertainer's in this movie. What? Anyway. The Grinch movie? Uh, yeah. He, he plays a character. I don't know which one it is. Probably the mayor of the town. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Man, more than likely. And then the next one I want to tell you about is the sequel to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I don't know if you guys heard about these movies. This is called The Girl and the Spider's Web. Uh, it's a sequel to that movie. Um, if you haven't seen Dragon Tattoo, you probably don't need to go see this because you kind of want to see the first one first. Uh, but this is one of them action-packed movies. You know, it's got a female lead. Probably going to do well. But those are the three movies that's coming out this Friday. Uh, if you are in so inclined. And that is all we've got for the movies, y'all. All right. It's time for us to talk about television. Hey, real quick, uh, Black Klansman is down in Redbox, so you can go out and rent that. And it's worth the rental. Left me emotionally get it messed weekend. up. Yeah, you gotta, get, you gotta go watch it, Jay. I would love See, to I hear saw, it. I saw it in the theater, man. Yeah. And there's something about sitting in a the theater with other people who have a lighter tinge, a uh, lighter tan than I do. It, 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 they're quite uncomfortable. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. And I love it. I actually laughed at the end of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> don't, oh, don't, the, don't. the end of the storyline, not the end end of the movie, not, not the part. The end, end, yeah, end the storyline, yeah. Let's put that disclaimer out there. Yeah, yeah. Because he did, he did the Spike Lee thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, look at that. And they thought I was laughing at something else, so that made them even more nervous. Because that's the kind of brother I am. Yes. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> uh, Get y'all, man. <laughs> all right, man. So there's a, a couple of shows on, man. Like, there's a lot of good stuff on television right now. Um, if you're in that season of your life where you just ain't got time to watch TV and you just need us to update you on it, let's go ahead and get into it with this. Uh, it got bad reviews. But Raw Dog, you've been watching this show with Cedric the Entertainer on CBS. Um What's your review on it? Uh, the neighborhood. It's um, it's actually pretty good. It has uh, Cedric. It has uh, Tashina Arnold uh, from Martin. It has uh, 
guy that was on a new girl that played Max on a new girl. And basically it's this white family that moves into this predominantly black neighborhood. And uh, Cedric plays the neighbor who's not happy that they're there. Now, a lot of reviews say that Cedric seems to try too hard. Yeah, in certain episodes it does seem that way. But the, I don't know who's doing the writing, but the jokes are actually pretty funny. I actually laughed out loud a couple of times, and my wife even laughed. And it takes a lot to make my wife laugh. She don't laugh at, at anything. It's a well-scripted show, and it's gotten better each episode. The first episode was eh. Second episode was like, okay. This last episode was just funny. It was hilarious because uh, Cedric and Tashina babysat uh, the white couple's little boy. And that was just hilarious. The 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 conversation between them and the the little kid who's not used to being told what to do and who do and don't understand the concept of I took because I said so. That is a funny conversation on TV. So if you get a chance, you gotta check it out. It comes on uh, uh, here in our time zone at seven o'clock on CBS. There's another show that comes on after that with Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, that's trash. It's funny you say that because my That's wife, true. she deleted the neighborhood show and she starts recording the Happy Together show and she laughs very loud at yeah. that show. That show is trash. Absolute trash. It's not funny at all. Didn't has, laugh not once. Has anybody seen this show with the dude from College Boys in it? Romani um, Malco? Yeah. On ABC? Yeah. A, a billion little pieces. Is it anything like... Uh, this is us. This is us. Yeah, is it Broke Man's This is us. It's, it's a carbon copy. No. The great value version of This is us. You know, great value is not always bad, man. Come on now. Compared to uh, the regular brand, sometimes great value is better. Depending on Top what five it is. great value that's better than the regular brand. Toilet paper. White, white bread. No. No. Toilet, to- yes. Yes, sir. Now, yes. I don't think there's a great value toilet paper. It's, it's Angel Soft or something. It's there is the cheaper one. Raw dog, you 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 got a leather jacket and you make a lot of money. You can spend two more dollars for the name brand toilet paper with more ply on it than right. the great value. Fingers falling paper. all through the, through the toilet paper. <laughs> First of all, you get out of my pocket. You don't know nothing about my finances. <laughs> Second of all, if I want to spend less money on toilet paper and more money on video games, damn it, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I got to put my money where I want to put the money. You know what I'm saying? So Sound anyway, investment advice from Raw Dog. You just, <laughs> I'll be texting my sister about this you have to double after up. the show. <laughs> Don't just take one. You got to double it. You got to mummy your hand. Double up, sir. <laughs> just mummy Don't that hand up. Clogging up the, the pipes. <laughs> Southern to be clogged. In Wagner County. Nobody worried about them dang pipes. What's wrong with you, man? Pipes are there to be clogged. All right. So, where's Jesse at? See, this is ridiculous. We're arguing about clogged pipes, bro. We need Jesse to give a pause moment here. So, (laughs) you see where Jesse unfairly pauses me because I said I eat candy corn with peanuts? You said that? I eat candy corn with peanuts, man. It's it's good. When did you say that? Jay posted something about candy corn. Be smirching the good name of candy corn. Okay, let me get this straight. So you have two bowls. You have a bowl of candy corn and a bowl of peanuts, and you just go back and forth. No. Okay. First off, get your hands down, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
It ain't like that. <laughs> it's pre it's pre-mixed into the bowl and you oh, just get your handful. Like trail mix? Yeah, man, that's all. It's like trail mix. Oh. With candy that's, corn in it. That's pretty cute, good. man. Pretty that's good. Pretty yeah, okay. <laughs> your example, man, is concerning. Like that if that's how you eat your treats, I don't I don't want any old ebony flavored treats, man. <laughs> so, let's go. Let's talk about Rail, man. Oh, Speaking wow. of sexual harassment, uh, Rail's show tried to tackle sexual harassment <laughs> this week and politics all at once. Um, it's a lot. Let's, here's the thing. Uh, Rail tries to be like the Carmichael show, like you said earlier. It is written by, yeah. And it's not the Carmichael show. Rail should be real. Yeah. I don't... The cast for real, with the exception of Sinbad, it's like he has... It's like Russ in 2016 with the Thunder. <laughs> Let, let's let's keep it a G. You know, real and Sinbad, but then... Uh, what's her name? Jess Hilarious and yeah. like brother... No. She, she, she's... Hey, her hair's looking better each episode, all right? Like no, it was, it's looking worse each episode. She is horrible. It? You talking she, about girl's hair? Dang. She, she's more suited. She's an IG comedian. That's the reason why she's on Wildin' Out. She's more suited for IG. Like for network TV, nah. It's like her jokes. It's like they got the uh, the audience track or something on it. Like mm-hmm. whenever she tells jokes. It's not like genuine, like funny laughs. It's like, boo. Like the, the last two, three episodes of Real, I've not liked. You know, and I was a fan of it for the first three episodes, but the last three have been horrible. I, I, I fall in line with saying that the characters aren't, like the actors aren't developed, but the character themselves, the characters are developed enough to where it's endearing. Like, I actually fall in, I, I root for the characters, although I know that the acting is horrible. So like, I really want the show to go off. But I, here's the thing, and I'm not trying to draw a comparison, but I wonder, did people look at Martin when he came out and felt that way maybe about Tashina Arnold? Or was there any a small... I'm not talking about like us. I know we loved it. But I wonder, was there a small segment of people who were like, mm, they not... Like, Martin's Martin, too over the top. Martin wasn't trying to be political. He wasn't trying to take on the issue of the week. Yeah. Martin, I mean, there was a whole episode where Martin was, was trying to fight a mouse. Remember that? Season one, yeah. Yeah, he had a, he had a mouse in the house, and the whole episode was about how do we get rid of the mouse, and they made that funny. But they had a whole episode where the plumber passed out. And that was the same not, episode. No, it's not the same episode, man. No, it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, little little Richard was on the mouse episode, yeah, and the plumber yeah. was <laughs> the plumber was one of the funniest earlier episodes, man. So do so, you think? Do you think that, like, are we better off with that? Like, do we need to have more simplistic comedy? Like, do we need to have a show where somebody... Or is it already done and we need to do something different? I don't think it has to be simplistic. I just don't think it has to be the uh, issue of the week every right. week. I think you got to mix it up. I think some of the uh, more memorable episodes of some of our favorite comedy shows were the personal ones, where it was just... Where it was more like character development as opposed to, let's put these characters... And let's put this issue on them and see how they act. It was more like, well, here's the issue everybody can relate to. Let's see how these characters relate to this issue that everybody can relate to. Yeah. You know? So what other show we got? Because I know we're we going 
We might fall off on rail. Is anybody watching Black Lightning? Nobody's watching Black Lightning. I, you know, here's the here's my thing with Black Lightning. I caught up on the first three episodes, but watching it on the app, the CW app, is the most annoying thing ever because they repeat the same eight commercials. Oh, every money, break. money, money. But it's literally the same eight commercials. And it's like, I got to sit through literally eight minutes of them. And I guess somebody was just slipping on their job. They literally played the same 30 second commercial in a loop for four minutes straight. And wow. I was like, I guess they figure ain't nobody watching Black Lightning on the app. So it's like, why respect? <laughs> but um, I forgot it came on, actually. I just it's, happened to but you know what? Here's the thing. They changed the premise and it's more comic book like they gave it. It's almost like they're following a story arc like a comic book. And so it's easier to follow the storyline. Some uh, the you know, he he lost his principal job right. uh, in the political, you know, like you just it shows that side of it. And the characters, I feel like, are developing well. I think there's some holes in it. The one the issue that means great, though. Yeah. Music is great. Yeah, the music is still good. The one issue that me and you had, they somewhat addressed but didn't. It's just like his best friend is like, I just figured out it's you. And I'm like, you just figured out that your best friend is Black Lightning and all he did was put on some Kumo D shades. And it took all these clues. Why don't you just look at him and say Jefferson as you? But you, mean, you got the same beard as Jefferson. Right. What a coincidence. I saw him get his beard black in the day, just like that. You know, come on. Yo, airline is just like his. Even your nose look like his. Same height, same build. Yeah. Same height. Yeah, I like the way the stories, the storylines developing. It CW is a safe place, but it it'll be gone. Like it, it's, it it doesn't have legs to it. I don't see. It's, it's CW's answer to Black Panther. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So it's time for us to talk a little bit about college. It's a lot going on in college. We're gonna cover both football and basketball here, but let's get this one out the out the door, right? Because you said Bedlam's coming up, right? Yeah. This Saturday. This usually provoke like this is usually some sort of argument. Someone says something very passionate, something stupid every year, and so my well, look whole, at me. You say that, man. My bad. My. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) so my hope is that somebody really let's stop the monkey from dancing let's let's be mature about this who's winning bedlam this year and why Uh, oh you buy a lot oh wow is that disrespectful raw dog no it's in norman (laughs) well we're not a good team this year okay we're not a good team we beat texas because texas just didn't bring their a game so, uh, we're we're not a good team, and uh, OU has Ky- that was a Tyler, was it Kylie, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, and OU, OU still got a lot of weapons. Kylie Jenner. They're 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 <laughs> yeah. they they got OU just got a good team, man, and it's in Norman, so that yeah. Rob we're just have a good team. J Rock is in, is appreciating this with a certain tone to his face. I don't know. It's I don't I don't I'm taking offense to it a little bit. I don't like. The smart can't get too comfortable because we got the NFL next. Oh, okay. All right. That's true. <laughs> so, so he can rub them hands all he wants. When we start talking about the NFL, we start talking about the Bears and the Cowboys. Rub so that's why, I can, that's, that's why I can be conciliatory like this. I'm well, like, 
Well, yeah. after today, we don't have to uh, mention the other team anymore because I have a new favorite team now. You can't have a new favorite team, sir. You hey, you can't tell me what I I'm can like, you, sir. sir. Now you because you have, how can you, you are, you are a cowboy fan because you have cowboy slippers and you support the Bears. So and if I want a new I team, I can have a new team. So I can step on them every time I take a step. That's why they slippers. No, you put them over your feet. You put them over your, your bear claws. You put cowboy slippers over your bear claws so that you can walk. What, what am I stepping on? Uh, the carpet or the shoes? What am I, I don't no, want you said it like you stepping on the cowboy am, star or something. I am stepping on them. But you're not. You're putting the star over your claw. That's and what I you're doing. I'm my foot on the rest of them. That's what I'm saying. That's why I can't. That's why I wore when you came over that one time. Why are you spitting? You got spit on the side of your lip. Yeah, you got a little T.D. Jakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Get ready, get ready. Right there. Well, you guys didn't let you guys didn't let me down. Um, So in other college uh, news, let's talk a little bit about college basketball. There's been a lot of comparisons to the Fab Five. Not a, you know, like they're saying that this Duke Fab Five is better than the old school Fab Five. uh, Jalen said, Jalen Rose said that Zion Williams wouldn't have actually started on the uh, on his Fab Five team. What's your thoughts on that, Jay? I mean, it's just Jalen Rhodes being the old guy in the room. I mean, he's thinking about something from 26 years ago, and you know, we it's like we do these comparisons, and it's like whenever Scottie Pippen says that the 96 Bulls could beat the 2016-17 Warriors, I mean, that's him, you know, you know, because he's won six championships, he's going to support that and defend that, you know, the Bulls team is better than this Warriors team. That's all Jalen is doing. He's defending his his legacy with Michigan. Hey, look, man, the people do stuff like this because they know this is never, ever going to happen. So it's right. easy to talk about it. It's easy to say it. Yeah. yeah and plus, Jalen, that's what he does. He talks for a living. Him and his hairline are on point, baby. That's what they do. His hairline goes straight across. I don't even know how he did that. They don't man. like Stacey Adams. He got a hell of a barber. That's all I got to say. His barber doing some tricks. Because Jalen still look like he's 25. And I know Jalen at least 50. <laughs> Everybody else is me. everybody else is aging because uh, Chris Webber can't start at the basketball season this year looking like a cop. Like you see how he kind of cut his mustache weird. He looked yeah. like somebody daddy now. So they I don't all like get, the guy. I don't him, like the guy. Helm and old boy that played Johnny Gill on uh, New Edition. I swear they're the same person, man. Luke Luke James. <laughs> yeah, Luke James, but they ain't never in the same place at the same time. Have you ever seen be... a picture of Luke James and Chris Webber? Never. No, sir. It's Chris that's Webber. That boy, daddy. That's his daddy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That might be why you don't see him at the same place at the same time, because that's his biological father. <laughs> and that talks about a whole social issue that we got in our community. We can't right now. Um, so people are comparing, are comparing Zion Williams to LeBron James as well. So throughout the basketball season, we'll take a look at his game and See, is he NBA ready? I was sharing with Jay, you know, during show prep that I was like, I don't even think he's better than uh, Aiden down uh, with the Suns. You know, like, he's not there yet. Um, but he better, Trey, he better than Trey? Trey Young? Um, well, it's two different uh, yeah, skill Trae sets. Is, but you know, 6'2", I'll put, Zion Williams is 6'7". Who's the kid? But Kentucky had a guard. Or, make what size he is, is he a better basketball player? No, it's kind of hard to compare a point guard to a power forward. That's what I'm saying. 
how they, they they're good at what they do how is it hard to compare them i think if they i had this if you're asking the question like if i had to start a franchise right now i would probably choose zion williams over trey young because even though i know analytics say that like maybe i should pick trey young but like he's way too inconsistent and i'm not sure he has an nba body this i don't know if he'll ever develop in it he looks like he's gonna be tajon prince at best you know so who's that's skin and bones right yeah there. exactly <laughs> so like he's got that skeletor kind of look going um i don't know man so yeah zion williams got a grown man body and that's probably why they've been comparing him to uh mm-hmm. yeah, lebron pause. james because the skill set i don't even know i don't even know if it's <laughs> comparable what do you say continue go ahead continue. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it out in the audio version <laughs> um so, you know, the college basketball's got another thing that's kind of a threat to it. And we can talk about it on another show is that developing G League contract where they're going to be bringing in players and paying them 150000 uh to have certain contracts, which is threatening the one and done aspect of college basketball. So that might reshape some things uh, in the coming years. So uh, when we got. That's a great idea. Yeah, we'll have a, that conversation in more depth because I asked, there's another part to that conversation I want to mix in a little WNBA talk too. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. We love talking WNBA here. Oh, y'all love talking WNBA. You a sexist dude, man. You got to stop it. Yeah. Man. I am okay. Well, you say tomato, I say tomato. Potato, <laughs> potato. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit of NFL, man, before we get into the NBA. Let's switch it up all the way. Des Bryant has now moved on. He's got him a, uh, he, you know, he left this long-term relationship. He's now, his rebound is kind of like. His rebound chick. <laughs> yeah, she looks, she a little bit older. She looked a little a bit older, better. A little more, more eyes. Been around the block a few times. Yeah. I'll teach him a few things. Yeah, but I don't see her really taking him seriously as a long-term thing. He gonna be out. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the season, it's sort of like he got caught up with a cougar. That's kind of like what's going on. Here. Cause he ain't gonna know how to act. No, he ain't. Yeah, exactly. They gonna get to the playoffs, and it's gonna. And, he, and she ain't got time for all that. Is it a catch? Is it not? She's like, you, yeah. you catch this ball, or you get the off ball, the team, or get off, get off the field. Yeah. We're really doing that cowboy stuff here, young man. Mm-hmm. Take that out over there to Dallas. They know how to run an organization they, in the world. Where they do that there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they do that there. Ain't that right, Jay? And so they do that there. the Cowboys this week got a lot of people struggle-faced. My favorite meme of the week was having uh, the Jordan cry meme on Zeke's belly. Abs. Abs. Oh, and belly. Shannon Sharp's face. <laughs> I said abs. That boy got a belly. I said, but yeah, it's a belly. Yeah, it ain't no... <laughs> Ain't, ain't no abs about that, man. Yeah, when you playing soft, you don't get you don't get to call it abs. It's, it's, it's a belly. <laughs> His belly hurts. <laughs> he got he a got tummy. A tummy. Yeah. <laughs> he got a tummy. <laughs> tummy. He's showing his tummy. Alright, so what what are you where are you guys standing with? Let's talk. Jay, we're gonna start with you. Let's talk Cowboys and let's respond to this Dez Bryant signing in its serious nature. Do you think Dez is gonna do anything? And what's going on with the Cowboys, man? Uh, well, the Cowboys lost uh, 28-14 to the Titans oh, we know. on Monday Night Football yeah. the other night. 
the Titans, uh, they tightened up. Uh, Ain't that your favorite uh, team? That was your other team, wasn't it? No, I don't. I don't have any Titans gear. That's a Goodwill right now. Oh, you don't have any Titans gears anymore. Anymore. But uh, yeah. If the I Cowboys come back home and I see Clarence in a Titan hat, I'm not gonna be happy with you. <laughs> Tighten up on that back Oh man, no. But uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Go. You you do want to watch Star tonight, right? Go ahead, man. <laughs> exactly. The Cowboys embarrassed themselves on Monday Night Football. Uh, they were coming off of a, a bye week. Uh, they had lost to the Redskins the previous week. And, you know, you, I thought they would come out and play with more energy, but they stuck up the building. Uh, Dak Prescott, he tried to force the ball into Amari Cooper. Uh, it didn't work. Uh, Marcus Mariota, he looked like the player that the Titans drafted when he was at Oregon. You know, the, they controlled the game. They had, they were like 11 for 14 on third downs. The Cowboys could not get off the field. The defense was tired. And the Cowboys' offense couldn't get a rhythm. So now the Cowboys are 3-5 and five going into a Sunday night football game against the Eagles who are coming off a bye week. And honestly, I think it's, this is a wrap for the uh, Cowboys on this season because they have a tough stretch where they play the Eagles, the Falcons, the Redskins, the Saints, and then the Eagles again. So by the beginning of December, they could be three and ten. That's tough, boy. Um, do you see this being the end of the Jason Garrett era? It's been the end of the Jason Garrett era for a while. It's just Jerry Jones. You know, that's his boy. You know, it's his uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His uh, talking dummy, like he his punching bag. You know, he's allowed to do this in. You know, you don't see any other owner in the NFL doing talking like Jerry Jones. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, he that, always throws disturbing. that. I'm the owner. If you want to do that, then buy the team and all that stuff. But you're not you're not letting the man coach. You're trying to be the GM, the coach and the owner. And that's not right. You don't see Bill Kraft doing that. You don't see any of the Rooney's doing it. You don't see anybody in uh, you don't see the Davis family doing that in Oakland. You know, so it's it's just it's a battle all ends in Dallas. Mm. And as, as far as with Des Bryant. Uh, I feel like Dez, he was strategic in picking the Saints because if you remember, he wanted to play for an NFC East team. That way he would have got to play the Cowboys two times a year. But he pretty much like was able to, you know, lay low. And then the Saints beat the Rams the other day. And I don't even know why he went to the Saints or why they even signed him because the Saints are cool. They got a nice receiving core. But I think he really because he's a it's a one year deal. He's a free agent at the end of the year. He just wants to, that that resume game against Dallas on uh, November 29th. That's all he wants. He just wants to score a touchdown on the Cowboys and tell them what they missed. Yeah, I can see that. He's he's the ex showing up because, you know, your mama gave that casual invite and really it, she shouldn't really show up. It's awkward. But. Petty Murphy, baby. Petty Murphy. Yeah. All right, man. So the Chicago Bears beat the Jets. It was muddy. No, no. No. Buffalo Bills. I mean Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry. Did I say the Bears beat the Jets? They yeah. beat Nathan Peterman, Peterman. to a yeah. bloody poke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. My bad. It was 41 to 9. 41 to 9. That's pretty bad. Uh, I'm really feeling like uh, I'm looking at the rest of Chicago's schedule. And they, other than... Super Bowl. The, well, hold on now. Hold on. Other than they play the Rams on uh, December 9th. That's going to be a tough game. Uh... 
And they play the Packers on the 16th of December. And possibly the Vikings might give them a run for their money. Um, but they, uh, uh, the only other teams they got were the Lions, Detroit, and New York Giants. Bears got a shot at, at actually making the playoffs this year, uh, which they haven't done in a long, long time. Now, uh, at this point, making the playoffs is a good thing for this team. Yeah. Anything beyond making the playoffs is, um, is, is icing. So if they make the playoffs, I'm good for this year. I'm really good for this year. Uh, teams have really um, keyed in on Khalil, though. They've, uh, except for uh, the last team they played, who was it they just played? Um, Bills. Bills. The other teams before then, they, they, they kept him silent, man. They really did. They keyed in because I don't think Khalil was 100% either. I think he has something going on with his ankle. Mm-hmm. Is he, so he's kind of, he's not at 100%. But even still, Bears got a good shot of making the playoffs. And for the Bears, who have been down for the past, shoot, five, six years? Decade. But who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? I mean, the Cowboys haven't made it to the Super Bowl. I don't know how long, so, you know. I mean, who's well, we talking about the Bears right now. We're talking about the Bears right now. Continue. Oh. No, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys, too, because... No, 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 no. How, no my you, time to talk. See, the viewers want you to you, stay on task with the Bears. Talk about, I'm talking about the Cowboys, because you just threw that in there. Uh, so well, I'm you, helping you out. I'm the stage man, right? I work right. for ESPN, you right, sir? You can take the, 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 the Chicago Bears record and the Cowboys record and flip them, and you'll still get the same numbers. 5-3, 3-5. 5-3, 3-5. All right. That's a good thing, sir. That's a good thing. So the Kansas City Chiefs pulled off a victory. Uh, it was Johnny Manziel versus uh, Patrick Mahomes, which is always an interesting uh, battle. You know, Baker that, Mayfield. I mean, sir. Baker Mayfield. What is going on me today? Why are you so petty? <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Why are you seeing so many Cleveland Brown games all of a sudden? Ain't that some man? Ooh, almost man. Ain't that it's, some stuff? It's, it's the Baker effect. Yeah. Stupid! Cleveland's nowhere near us, man. We don't care. We that desperate to just show something that's got something to do with Oklahoma? Yeah. God. Yeah. Sucks, man. So Cleveland Browns games. So the Chiefs are going in to play the Cardinals, which I fear could potentially be a trap game if they're you know looking forward to the Rams game. Um, so I really, I kind of hope that we go in, we dominate the Cardinals, and we do, you know. We do well enough to just be ready for that big Rams game and not really look past this opponent because the Cardinals are sneaky good in different ways. Uh, and our defense is just weak enough to – they're just problematic. So you just – there's there's it's always up to our offense to be healthy and remain healthy. Like, that's the key thing because, honestly, I think one of the bigger tests will be how we show up against the Rams uh, on the 19th. And I'm not trying to just keep looking past, you know – the Cardinals is just, you know, that that is the bigger test. And to be honest with you, if we was to take a loss at the Cardinals and potentially take a loss with the Rams, looking down the rest of the schedule, we got the Raiders, the Ravens, the Chargers, Seahawks, and the Raiders again. Um, Seahawks and the Ravens are never a guaranteed victory. And the way the Raiders have kind of just this, they're just a... Uh, like basically someone lit Matt Castle on fire. Um, Hot garbage. I, I, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but even the Chargers are still not a guarantee. So I don't know how this season actually ends for us, but this is one of those turning points where we need to make sure that uh, we grab a few victories because 
after the Rams, we get a we get a bye week, and we just gotta gotta take it, you know, take it slow. One, uh, you know, for the rest of the season, just one game at a time, and be healthy for the playoffs, and maybe we'll get past the first round. Um, NFL wise, man, anything else that's going on of any significance, or can we move on? I like the way the Saints look, man. They are, they are exceptionally good. Like, and I think that's Drew Brees is having an MVP season. Um. Who would you say is having a better season at the quarterback position right now? I mean, Mahomes. I mean, he's up there. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah, uh, Brady's always in the talk because he's Brady. But uh, right now, the MVP race is Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes, and Drew Brees. Those three names right there. Yeah, who do you think they're going to give it to, though? Drew. I mean, well, it depends on who who finishes with the better record. But if we're going off of, you know, politics – Drew Brees, he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and it's like they don't ever really honestly want to hand it over to running backs all that much, and they never really want to give it to the younger quarterback too soon. So, mm-hmm. it's all everything lines up, and it's, they ain't got nothing to do with race or anything else. It's just that's the way the NFL works, which may have something to do with race, but <laughs> that is how it Every, works. Everything has something to do with race, sir. <laughs> yeah. Everything. So... Let- don't let the don't let the mainstream media fool you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit of NBA, man. The NBA is going crazy. They changed up some of the rules about what's a foul. It's to the point now where you cannot breathe. Uh, you get called for a foul if you make contact with a person coming off of a screen. It's so many different things that are just you. you it doesn't matter. You can easily be called for a foul for any form of contact with the person with the ball on a person with the ball, and um, and scores are just skyrocketing. Man, the Kings scored 148 over the you know over the Hawks, and only to then turn around and let the Bucks put 144 up on. So what's going on, man? Is this still going to be an entertaining product that we want to watch, knowing that we we may be shifting to these? Games that are gonna be 129 to you know these All Star game scores. Uh-huh. I, think, I think I'm uh, because I'm a little older than you, cats, man. It just kind of irritates me to see the game uh, be denigrated to this. Basically, they're putting it on rookie. It is letting these these guys just go for it. That's why the uh, scores are so high, man. Like if you play video games and you put it on rookie, you can easily score 150 points. And, and 150, 160 points in the game. And that's what it has done. They've eliminated defense because now you can't put your hands on them at all. Basketball is a contact sport. It's I, just, I think they're making it too easy for the refs, man. You got to see the difference between good contact and bad contact. And I guess it was just so too hard for the refs to figure it out. And now, to me, they've kind of sweetened the NBA. I don't like that, man. This is the same NBA that I that I saw growing up in the '80s and in the '90s. Not even really in the early 2000s. Man, it's gotten sweet and soft. I don't like that. Every as NBA has made all all of its different, you know, as it is evolved in different stages. I remember Bill Walton um, really going off about the shift that they made after the handshake rule was kind of you know was changed and. He didn't like it, and he thought that the scoring was out of control and didn't think that the league was going to make it uh, to this point. And it, and it, and it has. Uh, someone made a reference to the fact that 
the NBA now looks more like what the ABA looked like back then, um, before the merger. You know, it was just like free scoring everywhere. Jay, where you fit in with this with this this line of thought? I mean, it's just like the NFL. The product that they're putting out there is offensive heavy. It's just like in the NFL, you don't want to watch you don't want to watch the Baltimore Ravens of 2000 or the Los Angeles Rams of right now. You want to watch offense. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, most exciting offense in the AFC. St. Louis, uh, the Los Angeles Rams, the most exciting offense in the NFC. It's just like with the NBA, like offense sells tickets. Offense sells tickets. Like right now, you know, you've seen Golden State put up 92 points on the Bulls in the first half a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And then you're seeing 140 points scored by these teams. This is just the way of the game's going. And then they changed the, sh- the shot clock rule to where it goes to 14 after a missed basket. So that means that you got to obviously put up another shot. And so it's it's just open. And, you know, you're gonna we're going to continue to see these type of games until coaches, you know, they, they find different strategies to help slow down the game. Because if it's no slowing down, it's going to continue to be like this. I think every NBA team right now is averaging over 100 points a game. Yeah. And it's, it's going to continue to be like that. It doesn't mean anything to like average over 100 points now because that doesn't translate into victories at all. Um, what do you think the Thunder lie in with these rules change, changes? I think our biggest struggle so far from my observation has been um, we've struggled at the free throw line because we're getting to the line, but we're not making the free throws. Uh, what? How else do you see the the Thunder fitting into this new league, or what's some of your observations about what's going on? Well, from the the games that I seen, like the the first four games that they lost, you know, they couldn't hit the three pointer. But then they played the Wizards uh, a couple of nights ago, and the the three ball started falling. You know, and that's what the thing is. The league has turned into you know where everybody's shooting three pointers. You know, in the '90s, someone like a Patrick Patterson who's six nine. You would see him banging down low against Charles Barkley or Charles Oakley or Carl Malone, but now you got him coming down court shooting a, a transition three-pointer. You know, that's stuff that we didn't see in the 90s or early 2000s. The game has changed to where everybody is shooting three-pointers now to where you have small lineups where Draymond Green is the center, where before it was Hakeem Olajuwon or Shaquille O'Neal. It's, the game has changed so much now. And that's how I feel like the Thunder have changed, you know, they're getting to the free throw line, but they're not hitting anything. But now they're starting to hit their three-pointers now. And so that's how they're fitting in with this new league and offense. The Thunder's playing real tight right now up against the Cavs. I know we don't typically like to try to date when the show is going on. but well, They don't have Russell. Yeah. Because it's sprained ankle. So what do you, you know, my thing is I'm not a, you know, obviously, guy. none of us are doctors. But, like, anytime someone has a knee injury, and then they get a, a, an ankle injury. Even though I know it's a different leg, it just, it can still affect the knee if you're making awkward adjustments to soreness and on that other area, it could change the way you walk. I'm glad that he's not playing tonight. And I hope that, to be honest with you, if he's got to miss another night, whatever it takes to make sure he's healthy throughout the season. But this is, that, that's gonna be my worst fear for this year, is that we could potentially lose him for a large stretch of time. Well, it's the next man up, you know, with Dennis Schroeder. He has stepped up uh, greatly for the Thunder in the games that he's played this year. Like, this is something that we were looking for from a Reggie Jackson that we didn't get from Jeremy Lamb and all these players. Like, he really has honed in on his role, and he's taken, you know, he's taken and he's helped that second second lineup for the Thunder out in this time. And with Russ out, I'm with you, Drew. I don't don't want him to come back 
too soon. I want him to rest. But the way his game is, you know, you can't slow him down. It's like every time he drops to the basket, I'm like, and he gets hit. I'm like, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Like the other night when they played the Clippers and Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah. Can that Brock's candy, yellow coat wearing, yellow raw teeth. dog loving brother ran into Russ's knee again. You know, I, I just wasn't a fan of that, man. Raw dog loving brother. What are you talking about, man? Patrick Beverly. Why you got to throw my name in there, man? Well, he's from you from Chicago. He's from Chicago, so y'all y'all are brothers, that don't man. Don't mean nothing, man. Don't be besmirching my character like that. <laughs> besmirching. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the air. You just gonna do that on the air, like you know, like I wouldn't listen. You, you, you weren't. weren't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he watched a star on the uh, on the on the uh, big screen TV <laughs> skybox. If star is on, that means the shirt is about to come off. So we need to hurry up and get them wrap it up. <laughs> Do what? He does Y'all not. leave me alone. Why y'all picking on me, man? <laughs> hey, man, go shut your dog up, Doc. Cavs just took the lead. Crap. Wow. Cal Carver. So, uh. Dog's calling you. All right. That's it for <laughs> That's it for our uh, NBA talk. It's time for the struggle phase. What you got? Struggle phase phase. of the week. Struggle phase of the week goes to the state of Oklahoma, the state that both me and Brother Raw Dog reside in. Uh, Last night was election night, and Oklahoma decided to pretty much vote in the male version of Mary Fallon and Kevin Stitz. This is a bunch of bull stick, is what I'm saying. They pretty much voted the same person in. It's just that he doesn't wear a wig and he's a male. And Oklahoma is going to continue to suffer in education and every other thing that's in the state. Uh, it's just terrible. It's just a, it was just a horrible night for the state of Oklahoma. Well, first off, let me a... let me check you on one thing. We don't know if he wears a wig or not. I... <laughs> <laughs> I think one Democrat won uh, last night. Uh, it was a it was a House person, a House representative. One out of all the races we had, one Democrat won. One. That's it. This day will be red until everybody's dead, baby. <laughs> I, I don't anticipate that one year from now, when we do the barbershop nominate, that the two of you will still be in Oklahoma. I just don't see that, but we'll see. Dude, I, there's so many things I, I can say about that, but I'm going to stay professional, man. But I still got to live here. But I'm telling you, my eyes are at the front door. I'm looking at the front door, boy. Looking at the front door. But how about you, Jay? I know Jay ain't going to be here. Jay going to be here next month. He going to be in, in Houston. <laughs> he going to be wherever the wife says he's going to be. Ain't that right, Jay? What'd you say, baby? That's right. All right. Wherever Jazz gonna be, that's where he gonna be. She said, wrap it up. She uh, said, wrap it up, B. It's time for <laughs> the world famous final cut. She called you a B? Yep, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> we all heard that. She gangster, boy. <laughs> wrap it up, little. <laughs> wow. Hurry up, B. Okay, honey. 
He, hey, it's all on you, man. You're the only one on the camera. Uh, it's just you. I'm, 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 I, he's still out. I'm trying to face All right, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, last night uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, we got to see the coming out party of the Duke Fab Five, uh, led by Zion Williams, R.J. Barrett, and Cameron Reddish. Um, I've never been a Duke fan, but I enjoyed watching these young men play because college basketball has been a hit it, hit or miss over the last 15 years because a lot of these players, they stay in college for one year. So it's like you get to enjoy that soundtrack for five months. That's how I felt like with uh, Trey Young last year. That's what I felt like with Lonzo Ball the year before. It's just that these players, they're coming in and they're pretty much still in the spotlight for like those five months. And I say Zion Williamson, when I first saw him on Facebook two years ago, I thought that he was just, you know, dunking on little white kids because he played at a small school. But last night he was in the big stage and the big screen and he put on a performance, him and R.J. Barrett. And I hope that all three of them are able to play the entire season with all these pending NCAA investigations. I hope that the NCAA does not steal their shine and allow them to play the entire year. That way, these guys can get get out of college, possibly with a national championship, and go to the NBA and live out their dreams. You know, it's just it's just it's good to see bas- college basketball being able to be fun again and watched again. And like I say every week, winners win and losers lose, and they all find a way to do what they do. It's your boy J Rock, and I'm out. Well. As I mentioned earlier, man, I was at uh, an amazing Stevie Wonder concert, and uh, and as I mentioned earlier, it was, I was uh, I took a moment within all the excitement that was around me, looking at all the different uh, folks that was in this concert. You had black, white, brown, all of us sitting there singing the same songs, dancing to the same rhythm and the same beat. Uh, it's amazing how music brings all people together, yet we let some of our political divisions basically divide us. You know, there was a time where you could have different political views and still be friends. You know what I mean? And still be, and, and be able to talk uh, civilly, is that a word, civilly? Be able to talk in a civil manner about politics. <laughs> but that's not the case anymore, man. You can't even discuss politics at the Thanksgiving dinner table anymore. So all I'm saying is, We've got to find a way to match that feeling we get about music along with our love of our fellow man. We've got to find a way to do that, man, because we can get together, enjoy the same music. We should be able to get together and enjoy many other things as a country and as a people. And with that being said, don't tell God about your big problems. Tell your problems you got a big God, and I'm out. All right, so for me, um, I just wanted to share that you know, like each week I've kind of watched these movies that really just drew a certain level of emotion. Um, Saw the Hate You Give, and it was a certain level of emotion that, that was just high. It was just a high level of emotion. And I uh, rented uh, Black Klansman and the end of that movie, you know, same thing. And I look at the landscape of, of, of the country that we're in right now. And a lot of times at the end of the day, we all have the same, we all want to get to the same end, but we seem to argue about the means. And that's what the big issue with politics is. It's just this big political theater. And 
but it's having a real effect on us. People are playing games with policy and money and all these different things, and we're choosing these different sides. But the unfortunate thing is, as brothers and sisters, we're we're, we're being ripped apart and we're not fellowshipping and being a part of each other's lives like we could. I love what Raw Dog said earlier because there's a truth to it. And it kind of even ties in with what Jay said. Let's find some of these things that we can celebrate together. Let's get together, whether it's a concert, whether it's going to a good college basketball game, whether what, no matter what it is, let's find more ways to get to that place of happiness. We can identify that we all just want to be happy in this country. We all want peace. That's the end. Let's get to it. You know, let, let, by all means, let's get to a place of peace and comfort. And remember, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. We love you guys for listening. And we thank you for listening to the Barbershop 918. And make sure you check us out at www.thebarbershop918.com. Check us out on Twitter. Check, it out, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Anchor. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Um, you ain't Google, Play. <laughs> Google Play. Google uh, Play. You ain't looking for us. If you don't find us, you ain't looking for us. If you ain't looking for us, you're missing out. Because we are the Barbershop 918. The best podcast, best podcast around this town. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Yeet. All right. Uh, Thunder right now holding that three-point lead. Schroeder is killing it, man. I think he's got he dropped twenty-four right now. I think it is six six-point lead. Six-point lead. Oh, okay, I'm watching on my on my phone. Oh, strong to the basket. Yeah. All right. Black German. Who knew? Who yeah. Knew? Right. 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 That haircut is crazy. And y'all know Jesse was a black Russian. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that's that's really that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong on a lot of levels, Jay. Jesse, who? I mean, <laughs> what's funny he, though? He's called me a black Billy Goat, so I had to call him a black Russian. <laughs> Woo! That behind the back. Oh, and they got messed up with a foul. All right, man. I'm watching again. I'm watching the Thunder game on my phone. Oh, okay. And we out. All right. All right, fellas. You know what I got to go do? Take it down. <laughs> you know what? Now that you, you mention it. Watch Star and take it down. <laughs>